What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Well, good morning, friends. I am so thankful that you guys have been walking through the book of Acts with us, and we find ourselves today in Acts chapter 22. And here's the deal. I love the book of Acts because it shows us how this church that we now get to be a part of, how it came to be, what things happened, what were these early believers doing, how did they navigate the ins and outs, the struggle, how did they become this beautiful bride that God calls the church. Now, we know the church is far from perfect, but it is the means in which the Lord is using to reach the world. And for those who I do not know, my name is Nick, and I get the privilege of being one of the pastors here at New Vision. And I'm excited to dive into this story. We're going to be in Acts chapter 22. We're going to beginning be beginning in verse number 22. Let me kind of bring you up to speed what's been going on. Paul is giving his testimony um, in front of the Jews, and he is telling them of how he came to know Jesus, how he came to know Jesus as the Son of God, as the Savior of the world. And he's giving his testimony. He is telling them what he used to do, how he used to persecute the Christians. Now, hear me. You need to understand that he is in front of a Jewish audience, and so the things that he is saying in his testimony, although it's not directed at them, he's telling them of how he used to navigate, how he used to see, how he used to respond before he knew the Lord. And so, in essence, he's saying, I was very similar to you in the way you navigated, in the way you viewed the world. But I no longer view the world that way because my eyes have been opened, literally, because I was blind but now I see. On my journey to Damascus, I literally was blind, but now I see. And so he's giving them his testimony. Now here's what's true. These Jewish people do not like it because, again, it is not showing them in a favorable light. And as he's telling his testimony, they get bothered, they get mad, and they try to attack him. And so we find ourselves in verse number 22. It says this. They listened to him up to this statement, and then they raised their voices and said, Away with such a man from the earth, for he should not be allowed to live. Let's pause. They're going, How dare you say that we did wrong? How dare you say that we are not viewing this in the right way? How dare you? And because I don't like what you are saying, I want to attack. What's interesting is we see this today. Uh, if you ever navigate social media and you say something that people don't like, there is a mob mentality. And so we see Paul speaking the truth, telling his own story, but yet it bothers people and they attack. Verse 23. And as they were shouting and throwing off their cloaks and tossing dust into the air, the commander ordered that he be brought into the barracks, saying, that he was to be interrogated by flogging so that he would find out the reason why they were shouting against him that way. Again, let's pause. So this commander, in order to protect Paul 
It's like, let's beat you to find <laughs> what is going on, which does not sound like a pleasant deal. Like, okay, so to stop this mob, you're going to take me into the barracks and you're going to flog me so that you can find out the truth of the manor. This doesn't seem like the best way to navigate this situation. But this commander is trying to gain control of this situation because there is a mob trying to attack a, a man and he doesn't know who's right. He doesn't know who's wrong. And so his best fix for this scenario is, well, let me take you in and flog you and then I'll get to the bottom of it. I will find out the truth. Verse 25. But when they stretched them out with straps, Paul said to the centurion who was standing by, is it lawful for you to flog a man who is a Roman and uncondemned? It was against Roman law for this to happen. When the centurion heard this, he went to the commander and told him, saying, what are you about to do? For this man is a Roman. The commander came and said to Paul, tell me, are you a Roman? And he said, yes. The commander answered, I acquired the citizenship for a large sum of money. I love this. Here's a Here's, I would like to call it a mic drop moment. A mic drop moment is one of those moments where there's nothing else you can say. This is what Paul says. And Paul said, but I was actually born a citizen. Verse 29. Therefore, those who were about to interrogate him immediately backed away from him. And the commander also was afraid when he found out that he was a Roman and because he had put him in change. Here's what's interesting. I know you look at the situation, you go, what is going on here? Paul's about to get flogged. He's about to be beaten just because he told his testimony, just because he was presenting the gospel and telling them what was true about Jesus. What is going on? Honestly, when I look at this story, I go, man, look at God. And you might be going, Nick, how did you get there? Like, Nick, how did you go from Paul being able to, about to be flogged to look at God. Nick, that doesn't make sense. Nick, are you crazy? Well, I may be a little crazy, but I want you to think about something. As I look at Paul's life and I see the journey that he had been on, what I see in his life is that God is not wasting anything. What I mean by that is it's interesting that Paul is a Roman citizen, that he also is Jewish, that he also was very schooled in the law, that he can speak Greek, that he can speak all of these languages in order to best convey the gospel to all people, not just the Jews, but also to the Gentiles. And so the fact that Paul is a Roman citizen has just protected him in this moment. And I think about it, I think that God is using every part of Paul's life. The good parts, the bad parts, the parts in the in-between, God is using them. And Paul is surrendered and said, hey, God, you can use whatever you want of my life. And so God is using something right now that honestly, I don't know if Paul ever thought was going to be a big deal. I don't know if he thought, you know, one day my Roman citizenship will come in handy as I'm traveling the world and presenting the gospel. <laughs> like, I don't think that Paul had that thought. But look at God. God doesn't waste anything. And as I read this, I go, man, how well orchestrated is this? This is like something written. And the reason it is well orchestrated and the reason it feels like it is written because the author knows what he is doing and the architect knows what he is doing. And I think for you and I, as we survey our lives and we 
look at our story and we want to take parts out and we we don't want maybe some people to know parts of our story. Here's what I'm learning about my own story is that God will use it and redeem it if I surrender it. And so I wonder those things that you think have disqualified you maybe might be the very thing that God will use for the kingdom. And so what I'm saying is that you are allowed to bring all of yourself because we're all still in process. We are all becoming more and more like Jesus. And so the journey that we have been on can be used and leveraged to further the kingdom and to share the gospel. So don't hide your story. Don't be ashamed of your story. Your story is a part of who you are. That is not who you are anymore. And so maybe, just maybe, the Lord wants to use that to continue to build a kingdom that will last forever. And I think for you, you have permission to be honest and vulnerable and that you can use all that God has taught you and shown you for his glory. Look at Paul. And God will even use the things that you never thought or you even thought that he would use or could use. And so, but the key in this is just trusting him. I love that Paul had just taken steps of obedience and taken steps of obedience and taking steps of obedience. And here he was at the crossroads and God said, hey, I got it, Paul, because I go ahead of you. I am with you and I've got your back and I will use all the things. So hear me, friend, God will use all the things. And I pray that you will just surrender it to him and walk in his ways and fix your eyes and leave the results up to the king because he knows what he is doing. So I hope today that you will walk well. I hope today that your eyes will stay fixed. I hope today that your hands will stay open. And friend, know that our King is good and that he will use it for his glory and above and beyond what you could ever hope or imagine. Know that we are for you. Know that we love you and we look forward to seeing you as we continue in this journey through the book of Acts. Y'all be good. Keep those eyes fixed. And we look forward to seeing you back here soon. Bye, everybody. Thank you guys for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. As always, we hope that you heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk and reflect Christ in your everyday steps. To find out more information about New Vision, you can go to newvisionlife.com or follow us on Instagram at newvisionlife. Again, we're for you. We love you. And we look forward to seeing you back here on Monday.